Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Today, we're talking about do your bits tingle when you work? That's a topic of conversation with Andrew Miller from Business Enjoyment. And whilst we're talking about your bits tingling, if they tingle whilst listening to this podcast and you haven't yet done, then please do subscribe to it. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. I'm well excited today. I have the opportunity to chat with a man called Andrew Miller. But more importantly than that, he's on a mission to make your bits tingle. Um, Andrew, how are you? Oh, great, thanks. Yeah, I, I always think that needs a little bit of context, doesn't it? <laughs> but at least we are in the business world, I guess. So uh, yeah, Com- completely, completely. It's one hell of a hook, though, isn't it? <laughs> it gets you thinking, that's for sure. It does yeah. indeed. It, it does. So, um, for those people who don't know who Andrew Miller is, who is he, and how has he got to sit in that seat today? What's your journey, Andrew? I'll try and keep it brief. So the, uh, and then you can find out the bits you want to touch into. So the the overarching um, business that what I do now is called business enjoyment. That that's the that's the drive. That's the mission. And uh, as you say, um, you know the, the the thing around the bits tingling. There is there is a meaning behind it, but but part of it is a case of um, people go through life at what I would say like seven out of ten, where everything's kind of fine. This is all right. It's not a problem. But they're missing out on something. It goes better than that. It goes higher. It goes all the way up to 10, 11, if you like. Um, and, and of course, you get people at lower numbers as well. So we want to bring them up to at least to the seven and then up and above. And um, I mean, my, my background is um, uh, it's quite wide and varied. I mean, it, 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 well, it, in many ways, I'm kind of a jack of all trades, if you like, which is always seen as a negative. It's always like, oh, you know, he's not a master of none, all that sort of stuff. But I, I, I'm trying to embrace it as a positive, as kind of actually, I know a lot of stuff about a lot of things. Uh, and if I know enough about something and know where I don't know it, I can find somebody that does know the extra bits. But um, my background is uh, is yeah, possibly a little different to the average, but I, I used to be an insolvency practitioner. Okay. Um, also known as the Grim Reaper of businesses and... Uh, how do you sleep at night and how do you do your job and all the sort of things that you get. But my job was basically to go into companies that had uh, gone bust, which is obviously you know quite a common thing at the moment. You're hearing a lot of stuff on the press about that. Uh, I've taken control of them. Uh, and I, I, my job was to run those businesses and ideally to keep them going and, uh, and ideally to keep to sell them on. So um, I did that for nearly 17 years. I did it the uh, majority of the time in England, but also around the rest of the world. And I've run all sorts of businesses you can possibly imagine, from bingo halls to timber mills to dog food manufacturers, whatever, uh, fashion designers, um, all, all sorts. So, so, you know, brilliant experience in terms of, of business, but obviously in a very specific area. And working alongside people who've, who've created their dream put all their efforts in, put all their money in, put all their emotion into this thing. And they're now watching that collapse uh, in front of their eyes. And 
Um, I, I was always uh, probably more interested in the people in many ways than the actual business side of things. So I built up a lot of rapport with the, the, the people going through it and trying to help them through that. Um, but, you know, in essence, it got to a point where I realized I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. Um, the great, nothing against the actual job itself, nothing against the people I work with. Uh, it was essentially, I'd fallen into this role, fallen into this job, as we all do. You, you get educated, you would go into some sort of job, you try and get a career. And you just force it. And it wasn't really what was I was about. And um, I had one of those revelatory moments where I thought, hang on, <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. And, um, and when you know you don't want to be somewhere, it's, uh, it plays on you and it gets worse and worse and worse. So um, it got to the point I was literally hating going into work. Absolutely feel physically sick driving into the office. Wow. Um, and, uh, and, and being a leader and a manager and senior manager, all that sort of stuff, it's my job to motivate everybody else when I'm dying inside. You know, it's one of those dramas. And um, yeah, so, so you know, so I'll, I'll, I'll rush through it and you can pick apart anything you want to pick apart on, but essentially made the decision to leave. Uh, I'd, I'd found out about coaching and, and personal development and that sort of thing whilst through the, the leadership stuff that I've been doing. And then when I... Uh, first broke into the coaching niche it was to specifically help those business owners going through insolvency deal with the emotional stress of running a bit of, of losing a business yeah. because there's all this support to help them get their businesses up and running or survive that sort of thing but not them there's nothing going on for them and as i say when you're losing everything it has a massive impact and and you know depression and even suicide's not a ridiculous outcome for people going through what is a, a horrific uh, experience and um, and that led to me um, writing a book. I was speaking to government about setting things up to be able to bring a support system for, for people going through it and that kind of thing, which never went anywhere. This is off my way. And, um, and it was going well, but it wasn't actually, it was, uh, this is about 10 years ago and the coaching scene was very different then. So I was, I was kind of pushing water uphill in many respects and it wasn't working. So I sort of, um, I was having successes, but it, I was had to look after myself as well. So I broadened the, Horizon started working with all sorts of other businesses and just helped them develop. And what was interesting was that you, you're coming across these other business owners who are doing quite well, they're doing all right. Some people are doing really, really well, but most of them aren't enjoying what they're doing either. You yeah. know, they love, love the thing that they do. They, 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 they've built their business around their passion, but they're not sparking around. You meet the networking events, oh, uh, oh, God, this client, that client, moan, this team member, blah, blah, blah. It's all moaning grain. And I know that's our t- default setting as a British person. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it's just like, hang on a sec. And when I looked deep in terms of what was important to me and the, the clients that I was really doing stuff with, it, was, it wasn't about, oh, I need a million six-figure business or anything like that. It was, no, I'm not happy. And, and, and I want to be happy. And, and when you think about it, you know, I, I, I had a good career. I, 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 you know, I was, I was earning six figures and stuff when I, when I left and promotion was on the cards and all the rest of it. It was ticking all the boxes for success, but I wasn't happy. And, and nobody I was speaking to in their job was happy. And then I'm pe- working with people who'd created their businesses and they were losing everything and they were clearly not happy. And then you're working with people who business are doing well and they're not happy. And you think, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I remember... Um, interviewing this guy and he was he was one of these young young um entrepreneurs of the future who won awards and that sort of stuff and he was probably only about 25 26 and he was already a millionaire 
You know, he had uh, business operations going. He had investments going in properties, uh, silver and gold that he was trading, and stock market shares going on, and all these things going on. And uh, I was interviewing about various things, and one of the things he said is really important you enjoy what you do. That's the most important thing you enjoy. I go, yeah, yeah, a big tick on that. I'll give you a thumbs up on that one. And uh, and we started talking and um, got a bit further into it, and I've unpicked a few things. And it turns out that he was actually getting stressed. Every time sales dipped in a month, he'd get stressed. And it was such a point that he was being on, he was on drugs for, you know, prescribed drugs by the doctor for anxiety and depression. Wow. <laughs> this may, and I'm thinking, that doesn't sound like you're enjoying what you're doing, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah, so, it, so success, as, as the, is commonly perceived, uh is 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 not the same as enjoyment and how do you get both that's that's what i want to know how 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 do you have a successful business and enjoy what you do at the same time um and you know and and part of that is really understanding what it is you're doing why you're doing it um getting a sense of purpose and, and meaning out of what you do so every single day you're driving your business forward and knowing how it has a different has an impact on somebody outside of yourself because a lot of businesses let's let's um you know you want you want you want the car and the suit and all that kind of thing or whatever it might be or you want to and the holidays or working families is quite personal based you want to have that sort of thing and, that, and that's fine i've absolutely nothing against that but when you switch that around and you start doing stuff for other people and realize how you make a change in other people's lives then that becomes meaningful and important and it's a different drive and when you get fully connected to something that really makes a difference to you what happens is it's well for me anyway <laughs> but uh, for other people it was it's like a lightning bolt yeah. And it sends a shiver down the whole body and it connects with all your, all the bits of you that think. So when, when you, we, we, well, obviously we think of our brains, but we also know we feel with our gut, we feel with our heart, we've got all these sort of thought centers. And I call them you know, your brain, your tummy, your soul. Those are your bits, BTS, yeah. like the initials. And when you get all those lined up with that lightning bolt coming through, you know exactly what you're doing, why you're doing your business lined up behind it then your bits are tingling. Then you've got something that you're driving towards and enjoyment comes as a consequence of that because you're so focused on doing something to make a difference every day yeah. that all the other stuff just becomes stuff to deal with and you move on and get through it. Yeah, I love that. I love, I love that a lot. So you mentioned um, partway through your intro about an author or you've written, you've written a number of books and you mentioned as well that, that you, were in, you were in a role that you weren't enjoying. Um, so I just want to just really quickly go for go for to that part because when you weren't enjoying, what was what was that moment that you've kind of gone? Actually, there's more to this. I want I want more than this. Is there a, an actual moment of event when you were driving? Is it when you were driving? You were feeling sick. Is that when it was, or is it a different moment that it made you consider doing something different? The the insight for me came when it was actually a, a promotion. Uh, I've been promoted. And they, they'd done an event for, uh, for all the people that had been promoted. And it was a three-day, two-day, three-day thing. Um, kind of celebratory. And it was a bit of out, outdoors and in, in classroom stuff. Went down to Southampton and we were sailing round the world yachts and had to do a plot of course. And so it was all about teamwork and team bonding. But it's also a bit of a celebration, congratulations thing. And there was a classroom, lots of classroom pieces to it. And there was this guy leading it. 
And I had never heard of the word coaching. I don't think he used the word, but that was subsequently discovered that that's, that's what he was. And we did a number of different things, but one of the exercises was something that's you know, quite common these days, but I'd, I'd never come across at the time. But you, you, you write down on a bit of paper your values, what's yeah. important to you. And at the same time, you write on another bit of paper the values of the firm. Now, when we say the values of the firm, I mean the actual ones. So there's the, the ones that they stick on the wall, which they're the intention, but what, what, what are the actual ones that I perceive? Yeah. And to be honest, there had been a shift in the culture of the firm in the, in the last sort of years I've been working there. And it had been more about getting the profits and that kind of stuff. But anyway, I, I wrote, wrote down the two lists of values and the intention of the exercise was then to see how can we integrate them a little bit more and get them closer and closer. But I just looked and it went, hmm, you'd think there'd be at least one the same. <laughs> yeah. And whilst the rest of that exercise was going on, I was just in this daze going, oh, yeah, I hate what I do. Yeah. And suddenly realised that kind of, always had it was hate's a strong word it's a quite violent word but but i realized that a lot of actions and things that i'd done had been actually to get away but i've not realized so i went to australia for a couple of years and in effect it, it was through work and the i probably it was me wanting to get away from what i wanted to do but instead of changing the actual job i just changed the location that it was in yeah. so i still had that going on despite all the experiences and the fantastic time out there um, i was still doing the same job and, and other things like that so so yeah suddenly that's what dawned on me and and at that point i knew i wanted to get away from where i was but i had no idea when, where i wanted to get to so then became a four-year journey because <laughs> it wasn't an instant thing to actually work out what i did want to do how am i going to do it where it's going to go and all the rest of it so there's uh it, it, but that was the moment where it was like yeah i need to jump out of this and and where were you when you decided that business enjoyment was the thing that was was going to be your thing that that you were striving for? Well, I'd uh, I after the insolvency uh, phase, whilst I was still going on, one of one of the um, one of the other business coaches I'd met through networking uh, approached me, and he said that he was trying to pull something together, and uh, it, would I come and work with him because we 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 had very similar values gone respected each other uh, but were very different styles and 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 the intention was that we would get together and go and market ourselves and anybody coming in they can either work with him but they don't get like his style they can work with me and vice versa so we can broaden the, the options available yeah. and that worked well for a number of years but ultimately it became a thing where the the reason we got together became a problem why we couldn't grow because we we started struggling to actually uh market ourselves because we'd have to write every piece of copy twice either we'd attract his client or my client or some walked down the, in the middle and so we just ended up basically having two separate businesses under one umbrella and not really working together so we we put our heads together and see if we could work it out and ultimately couldn't so we we, we separated on very good terms and and took the right step away but um started focusing on our own uh, direction so as we were going through that phase i was also going through my own personal development and, and trying to think about who I was and what was important to me. And, uh, well, I tell I mean, was, again, it leads us to a lot of exercise a lot of people do anyway, but I'll tell you the, the thing that, um, that really got me thinking. And have you ever seen a film called uh, Rise of the Guardians? It's, a, it's, a, it's, an, it's an animated um, film 
I think it's DreamWorks, but I could be wrong on that. Right. Um, it's about all the um, anthropo- anthropomorphic personifications. Uh, there's um, there's Santa Claus. There's um, Jack Frost. There's the uh, the Sandman, Tooth Fairy. You know all these sort of mythical creatures. Yeah. Um, you'll know if you see it because um, Hugh Jackman plays the Easter Bunny. Ah, Never yeah. going to forget that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's one. But the, the hero is Jack Frost, and he he he. And they've got to get everybody together to be. They're called the Guardians. They've got to come together and protect the kids from the nightmare that's coming down to sort of plant nightmares in their dreams and steal the kids away. Blah blah blah. So this is actually a good film, but this is bitting it. And for some reason, Santa Claus is portrayed as a Russian. I don't know why. We know he's he's Czech, but there we go. Um, but he's portrayed as a Russian, and. Um, he he um he, they try to get nick uh chris pine chris pine plays him um jack frost in uh on board and helping and all the rest of it and he's just this young lad that's running around a bit, a bit chaotic and, and santa claus has this moment with him and he says right what are you about well i, I do this and I think, no no but at the center what are you about he said i don't understand We've all got something that at the heart of it. We all have different masks. We have different faces. We have different dimensions. Look at me. At the moment, I'm a, 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 playing quite a, a strong, gruff sort of authority view of the leader kind of thing. I'm actually quite you know, this sort of thing. And then sometimes I'm this jolly, happy sort of person. And every, every time he's talking, he gets a Russian doll and he brings down layers and layers and layers and layers of all the different facets of how he can be portrayed in different mythologies. And then at the, and right, but right at the center, there's one thing. And then the, the pulls at this smallest Russian doll, which is little, little wrapped up baby in swaddling clothes with big wide eyes. And he says, through it all, what's at the heart of me is I'm about magic. The magic of Christmas. And even though I've got all these different perspectives, at the heart, I'm one thing. And then the rest of the film is Jack Frost trying to find his what's yeah. at his heart. And this is a kid's film. <laughs> I'm watching it as like all good kid films, like Kung Fu Panda and all the rest of it. They just, if you actually sit and think about it, they go, wow, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to pay thousands of pounds for a Tony Robbins event. This has just blew my mind. And I spent like, I just didn't sleep for two days. I just sort of think, what am I about? What, what is it at my heart? What do I do? And, and that and I alluded to earlier on, that's, that's when I started looking at, those clients that I really got on with that I really made a difference that really sort of made that change and, and what was important to me and then having to sort of delve into my own story and unpick my own journey and match them up and and, and, got it. and, and ultimately it came to this thing as I sort of said before it's I help people enjoy their business more that's what I was doing and yeah. so I started talking about it and saying, um, I'll call myself a business enjoyment coach and people just, oh, tell me more. And it was like, you know, it's like, oh, it's quite interesting. So people getting onto it. So when, when, when me and my partner separated, it was the natural go-to choice of a, of a, of a, of a brand. Yeah. And I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what the model was at that stage, but it was like this, it's a concept. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a starting point. That's where it came. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. But what, what's your definition of enjoyment or business enjoyment and are they different? Well, I, it's, I think in business is a context. I mean, we were talking about coaching or, or whatever it might be. Business is just the context in which it operates. And so my, because of my background, because of what I do, I've always worked with business owners in that business space. So that's, that's why I play with it. But actually the lessons within it are applicable to everybody. And, um, 
and you you might have seen some of the stuff I've done before, but I do distinction to create a distinction between enjoyment and happiness as a starting point. We'll get onto your. I'll answer your question in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a distinction between enjoyment and happiness because happiness is just one of those in the moment things, and it can be up and down. So we we can be being absolutely happy, happy as Larry, everything's going great, and then something tragic happens, and boom, we are taken out of that happy stage, and we're sad. Flip side, we can have a be in a bad situation, and if we need to feel good in the moment, we can do something. It might be go and watch a comedy show, might be have a drink, it might be something more illegal, <laughs> whatever it might be. Uh, we can cre- artificially create happiness if we need to in a moment in time. Whereas I think I feel that enjoyment is a much more overarching thing. It's it's. Um, it's not something that just happens in daytime. So the, the analogy I use is that uh, happiness is like the weather. Enjoyment is like the climate. So yeah. in, a, in a warmer climate, you get sunnier days, but it's not impossible for it to rain. It's not impossible for it to snow. Um, but overall, you've got a, a better and a, an overarching sort of warmer thing. And that's that's the sort of distinction I draw. Um, so, so it's not about forcing happiness on someone and you must be like this, you must be like that. Um, so... So that, that as a starting point is the overarching thing. Now, the, the, the capstone I've already talked about is actually about finding that purpose. And this comes back to the, the insolvency stuff. Because once I started thinking about it and looking um, back at some of the stuff I'd already done, it was like, oh, yeah, I did actually have all the answers before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the um, th- those business owners that I'd, in- I'd interviewed for the book that I'd written, um, you know, these are the people who'd, who'd lost everything and uh, gone through the worst that business can throw at them. And they had all had this revelation, if you like, and they realized that they all got back into business. They all got setting up and doing something new again. And they realized that it, what, they, what was important to them wasn't about the clothes and the car and the suits and all that kind of stuff. It was something much more important to them. They, they, they had that cathartic of what was really, really important. Something that a lot of us are going through now with the, uh, the coronavirus and that kind of stuff. What is really important? Have these reflections. And it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. But, so part of the process is working out what that purpose is, what that mission is for each individual person, because it will be connected to their own story and all these sort of things. Um, but they'd gone through that process. They found that thing. And that then created their their momentum, their why, as, we, as Simon Sinek would call it, or Nietzsche, or wherever you want to go with that, to to to, to drive forward, to step forward, to create something new and and lead to something that was better for them because now they were doing it for a different reason. They weren't doing it because they just wanted a bigger bank balance. They were doing it because there was a purpose behind it. So ultimately, that's the key thing. Um, there are other co- co- things we want to need to kind of put in place as well. And um, I got reintroduced, well, I mean, we've talked about it before, but Maslow's hierarchy of needs um, it was something I, I was aware of, but didn't really think about. But I got reintroduced to that at the time I was thinking about business enjoyment and, and realized that, oh, yeah, it kind of works, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so I developed my sort of version of that model. And, um, and so you, 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 I'll run through it quickly. So, so four levels, basically. Um, three of them are uh, things that can hold you back. So you want to feel safe, first of all. So you need to have enough, enough money to pay the bills put food on the table you need to um, be physically healthy you need to have your mental health good your, your support network around you um, and and not just have that in place but feel that you feel safe which is different to being safe uh, then you want to find your tribe yeah um, 
Maslow would talk about belonging. So working with those clients that really fire you up, give you the excitement that you're doing, uh, the team members that are on board with you, that understand what you're on about. Uh, and for you to do that, then you've got to actually open up, reveal yourself, be vulnerable, step over that fear of rejection, you know, really show who you are, which is not easy. Um, so as you notice, on each of these levels, there's a business side and a personal side of each sort of thing going on here. Yeah. Um, and then inner confidence, which is in, in Maslow would be esteem. So we want good people saying good stuff about us. So testimonies, referrals, repeat business, all of that sort of great business side. On the on the personal side, um, that sense of value and worth, um, getting over the imposter syndrome, getting through the the perfectionism type things, which stop us actually appreciating the value that we we add. So these are the things that I call hygiene factors. So you notice them when they're not there. You notice it when you've not got enough money. You notice it when you're working with a horrible client. <laughs> you notice it when your, your perfectionism drives you to the point where you can't release anything because it's not bloody good enough. Yeah. Um, but if you, if, you, if you work on those, you can get all those in place. You will get up. You can get that happy business, that seven out of 10 business we talked about before. And then it's that purpose that will... will you can bring that in at any stage, obviously, as I'm not too worried about the hierarchy because the, the insolvency people got found that and got through the others quickly. But if you, that's the thing that will lift you up to 10 out of 10 if yeah. you know what you're pursuing for. I think, I think what you've just articulated there as well is a really important point. And I was going to ask, is, is business enjoyment a personal thing or a, or a business thing or a team thing? But it's, it's, it's different, isn't it? Or is it the same? Okay. What, what is it? Well, I, my, 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 my prime objective at the moment is working with business owners. Yeah. So, so uh, and, and when the smaller the business, the greater the connection there is between the individual and the business. Yeah. In some cases, you are 100% the same because you are the business. Uh, and then as you get bigger and bigger, it's, it obviously winds apart. So it's a, it's a, a scale. Um, but for the individual the vision, the direction, the purpose, the sense, that's that's interconnected and that becomes one. The team then really, you know, a good team, which is sort of around enjoyment, is you'll be recruiting on the basis of people that are bought into the same values, the same vision and all the rest of it. I mean, you think of the... I mean, the classics are like your your, your, uh, your Googles and your Apples and that kind of thing. People crave to work for them. You know, yeah. they will they will they will sell their own granny or whatever you know they'll, they'll they'll go and take jobs with them and not earn any money because it's actually they're a great place to work for as well as the kudos and the cv but they're great places to work because actually they believe the thing that they are doing it's not about getting the money it's not about, but they're actually changing the world and they uh, in a way that they believe some people hate them that's great that's fine that's a different whatever um but but you can see the difference when someone's talking about a different way of being or a purpose-driven thing where people actually want to be part of it yeah and, and so so you can have so it starts personal it always starts personal but it spreads into the business yes yeah no yeah i love that as well and I, I love the um the climate analogy because i've worked in a whole host of different businesses where there might be a single black cloud carrier um in a oh, yeah. in a positive in a positive climate and i think you're dead right it does start with the individual um and I think it's it's about trying to connect with every individual in in a way that's meaningful for them. So I really I really like your model. If somebody is, is listening, um, that that actually goes, okay, that that model's all well and good, but what can I actually do today to start to achieve some more business enjoyment? What do you have any? Is is there anything that you would suggest as a as a kind of a, a go to? This is the first thing that you can do to understand, or this is the first thing that you can do to try. 
I can I can offer some stuff that I've got, <laughs> uh, which uh, which would be an easy thing. But um, we can wrap that up at the end and point them in the direction of a few things. But um, the key thing is to work out what's missing. So, just very simply, give yourself a score out of ten, where ten is God. I love what I do. Every day I wake up and it, and I know where I'm going. And I'm driven, and it's like yeah, I'm, I see the direction, and yeah, it's not all easy. But these are just challenges to overcome, and I'm 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 really bought into where I'm going and what's going on and all the rest of it. Absolute ten out of ten. Thrown to you know zero one way. You just like oh, just want to get out of this. <laughs> um, so starting point on on that to come up with a number. Yeah, and then ask yourself why have I come up with that number? Why is it as high as it is? What's given? If you come up with a six, why is it? As, why is it as high as a six? What's what's that that's built into that that is working that is good that i do like and then to say well what's missing why where 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 first of all where the things that are are, um literally detracting what are the things that make you go ouch (laughs) that hurts i don't like speaking with these type of people i don't like this kind of thing i don't like going out and selling i don't like going uh making new connections start exploring what the the thing is that's causing you those sort of issues and then look inside and say, right, what is it about, are you selling something? What is it about selling I don't like? Why is that triggering something in me? Who yeah. am I? What is my story that's led me to a point to be the person that finds selling difficult or whatever it might be? Um, and just start exploring because the more you understand and the more detail you can pull apart about yourself, the more you can start putting that out in the, in the great world. And I think that's what a lot of people don't, a lot of issues in people in business is they don't understand, understand themselves enough. And we go through life being taught to do things and live a certain way. And then we spend the rest of our life unlearning the stuff we've already learned, <laughs> and properly learning the stuff we need to, to understand, which is basically who we are and how we work. Because when yeah. you understand how you work, you can then understand how to put that into place uh in 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 a way that uh, that brings you more satisfaction yeah right at the start of the conversation you said about um about your your your, your thoughts and your gut and stuff it's all connected and um and all of your senses that all of your senses tell you something not not a lot of people realize that the amount of neurons that you've got just not in your head and mm. it's other parts of your body so is that something you've always, is that something you've developed as you've um, started to understand more about business enjoyment or is it something that you've, uh, you've known for a period of time and, and how have you linked those, all of these things together? Uh, I, the stuff I've had to learn. So when I was until quite recently, really, but if you think about my background as an accountant, as an insolvency practitioner, as a mathematician before that, I'm very much headspace. I'm very much a thinking person. I think about problems. I think issues. I think challenges. Um, I found out uh, quite a while ago now, uh, but th- you know, when, whilst at work and uh, doing, I did doing the whole sort of um, what are they called personality tests with the um, Myers Briggs. Yep. And um, and started and and then I think maybe did a bit of NLP as well. In retrospect, it wasn't called that at the time, but started feeling about the feeling type sense, the kinesthetic type sense. And I realized that that was the sort of language I use. And actually, that I was a sort of a feely type person, but I didn't switch that to realizing that's how I could actually um, 
make decisions or take or move forward or, or, or make judgments or anything like that. So, um, so I've always been very much in the head and it's still my go-to uh, is to go to the head, uh, but I'm aware of the others. And then as, as I've been going through my journey and I've been working with other people, I work with my own coaches and I will start reading about things and uh, my own self-development uh, start opening me up, opening my head up to all these other prospects and ideas and ways of thinking. And, and I guess it's probably a bit of that scientific background is a, a true scientist is open to everything. And just because, and, and you can have two types of scientists, you can open or close. So closed scientists will, will, will say it's not been proved, therefore it doesn't exist. Yeah. And that's not a true scientist. A true scientist, oh, it might be true. I just haven't found the, the, the proof of it yet. Let's see if we can work out. Uh, or even if it is true let's challenge it and maybe it's not true and we can find something else <laughs> uh, and yeah. and that for me is a true sort of exploration of science and that's that's where i've been so i've been introduced to all sorts of all i don't know what your average audience is but you know people will call them the woo-woo type things um working on energies and and reiki and uh, uh um, people from past lives and souls and all these sort of things and I'm not going to, it's not my necessary go-to thing, but I'm not going to dismiss them. Let's explore them and see what works. And if something works for you, then that's fine. I don't need to have the story around it, <laughs> what works. And I've done, I've, I've done what I've worked with people on a kind of on a remote energetic level on things, which I would never have even considered as being possible um, five, 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't even entertain the subject, um, but it's, and do I understand how it works or why it works? No. Do I have a, an inkling where it could possibly work? Yeah, possibly. I just can't prove it. I'm open enough, to, and, but it works, and that's the key thing. Yeah, no, completely. So, yeah. Yeah. Very much working on myself. Nothing I do with anybody isn't something I've done on myself, inner child work, all these sort of things. Um, eye movement therapy, <laughs> re-changing re your, your, your emotional attachment to memories, all these sort of things. I've all, I've all been things I've done myself. But it comes from a let's explore, let's get yeah. curious, let's find out. Yeah, no, I think I think that's so important. To a lot of people um, use their own personal experiences to shape today and tomorrow. Where I think if you're actually a bit more curious and a bit more open to that that growth, then there's so much more learning opportunities there. It's not all based on what you've done. Um, no, it's good. So at the end of your, uh, you've got a podcast. And yes. on your podcast, you ask everybody what makes your bits tingle. But what makes your bits tingle, Andrew Miller? <laughs> At the heart for me is a, it, come, it comes from me looking back and realising that, that, that most of the challenges I faced at work and um, setting my own business up ultimately came from a fear of rejection. And I, I, I would struggle to sell contacts uh, I, I i'll become a people pleaser and do everything and all this other stuff but at the heart of me there's this sort of thing around blogging i've done a lot of work on that to get over the negative side so i can swing that around to a positive side now but at the heart of me i'm very much a, a people person still and um and so for me getting a connection with somebody it's all that um say that belonging that sort of thing but so to so the reverse of that getting that connection with somebody and getting connection with real people uh, a, a, you know more, more a community really um getting that connection with someone and seeing them shift 
from a point where everything looked dark, everything looked difficult, everything looked tricky, whatever it might be, to a point where they go, ah, I can do this. Yeah. This is all right. Everything's okay. <laughs> if you're so at a at a at a at a base level, that that's what makes a bit tingle to see somebody that I'm truly connected with shift from a negative space to a positive space. Yeah, <laughs> I, will, I, I will feel that as well. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, I love that. I, love, I resonate with that on so on so many levels. I used I used to. Uh, I used to DJ and um, I think I've spoken with, I might have spoken about this in the past and, and getting people to the dance floor um, was, I had a, this feeling inside and just seeing people jumping up and down, enjoying themselves made me feel inside really, really good. Um, and actually thinking about it, this is, they were happy in that moment and they, and they might have enjoyed that song or they might have enjoyed that evening. Um, so I, I completely agree. I've resonated with so much that you've said, actually, the difference between happiness and enjoyment, because enjoyment was over an overall evening. Happiness was just in that moment of playing that song and that feeling I got inside when I played that song. And then and I get that feeling from a, from a very similar moment, mm. uh, of, of, you know, the, the, the kind of the penny drop where they realise that something something different is, is achievable. So no, honestly, I, I resonate with a lot of what you're saying. What's a dream for you, Andrew? So the so the the, um, the answer to the bits tingling question sort of thing is, is it, it has layers. So that's that's at the, the the pure base sort of key drive thing. If we then move that up, then it becomes a sense of um, what's the the next level of um, where I get real satisfaction, and and then then it's seeing that that person I'm working with get that that, that awakening in terms of what their sense of purpose is, and finding out that help for them. So that then drives them forward in a way that's going to make a difference uh, and again don't forget that one of the key things of the purpose is that it's for other people um so then then once we go beyond that and go bigger then it gets back to um i don't know i don't think you have mentioned this actually um so then because my mission purpose sort of thing itself is how do we change the measure of success in business because at the moment fundamentally regardless of what each individual person thinks when you look at society and the way business is measured it's about how much money you make it's your sales it's your turnover profits that's it but we all know that that's not the truth there's so many more aspects and um so if we so my my mission is to change the way that we measure success in business and that's the dream and when and when you think about the potential of an ft index you know, the, the share trading index sort of thing, which is measured on something different, which is measured about the, 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 the difference, they, the, the, the good they do in the world or, the, or the, the benefit they give to their team. Or I don't know what it is, by the way. <laughs> I don't have the answer. This is part of the journey is to go yeah. seeking that. Uh, and there's lots of ideas. There's, a, there's the, the good country index that's around. There's the, uh, the happiness index that, that New Zealand uses as their, their measure. So there's, there's things are happening and shifting. Um, but that's part of my thing, and and I, and I, I start with the small small business owner, uh, someone that's making all the decisions themselves, got all the weight of their shoulders on, on themselves, and of which about ninety percent of businesses are made up of. <laughs> you know, we're talking about, and if we can get everybody saying, actually, let's go forward in a purpose driven, enjoyable way, rather than just doing what people think we should say, but a way that works for us, 
then we're spreading that message of business enjoyment and then we're going to be in a position where we can actually make a difference and make it and, and allow the governments and the big companies shift because it's working at the small business level yeah i love that i love that and if anybody wanted to learn more about you what you do uh, maybe help and support with that with that mission um how can they get in contact with if they learn a little bit more what would they see yeah so um best thing to do is they go to my website um, businessenjoyment.com who'd have thought so much like i thought about it um when that comes up you will get a um a um pop-up box window whatever it is and you can download a copy of uh, one of my most recent books called more than just money which runs through the business enjoyment model uh, shows you how you can use it to come up with um uh, solutions to lots of different problems uh, and think about things in a different way um when you do that i will then have your email address because <laughs> um, that's how it works uh, but it's all right i don't sort of spam people you will get um i do send out sort of newsletters periodically but on a direct result you will get i think three extra emails one of which will be would include i think on there will include a um uh, a, sc a scoring sheet where you can actually tick off and find your business enjoyment score so when I talked earlier on about thinking in terms of where am I right now, it gets you to think about different categories. <clears throat> it will invite you to my podcast. It will invite you to my Facebook group. Um, and it will also invite you to um, check out my breathing spaces, which are, they're all online groups at the moment, <clears throat> small groups of different business owners discussing the different, uh, looking at the, the, where they are in their business, in the context of the business enjoyment model, all working together to help each other be successful, enjoy the journey at the same time. And they are, we've got meetings at different times, they're low cost, they're not, it's not expensive, um, but things are changing. So I don't know when this podcast will go out, but from March um, or prior to March, you can book on, you could just go on to Eventbrite, you can find them, book one on probably for free. From March, that won't be the case, they'll be removed and you'll, you'll only get there by special permission. So if you do, um, are listening to this podcast, you are interested in finding out more about it, um, get the book, have a look at that, um, <clears throat> respond to the email uh, when it gets about it, and let me know that you were listening to me on these podcasts, and I'll make sure you get special treatment and uh, <laughs> uh, don't have to worry about uh, going through the process that other people have to go through to, to check uh, check out the breathing spaces. Perfect. So thank, thank you very much for that. So um, in terms of timescales for this podcast, it will be right at the beginning of uh, February, this one. So, um, so you've got a few weeks left. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I was going to say, so what's the website again? Businessenjoyment.com. Businessenjoyment.com. All one word, no, no hyphens, no whatever, just all one word. Or if you can't remember, just type business enjoyment into Google and I'll come up. Yeah, no, perfect. Perfect. No, thank you for that. Thank, thank you a lot for that. Because there's a lot of what you said that, that, uh, that I resonate with your mission your purpose, the reasons why you do stuff and, and, act, and, and your steps as, as well. So, I will definitely be attending a breathing space um, and I will be uh, I'll definitely uh, be making a little note of, of those things. But I wanted to ask you this question just before I ask you where do people get in, con in, in contact, but because your mission is so so powerful, I didn't want to um, devalue it by asking you what you're having for your tea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are you having for your tea? Uh, okay, right. This isn't going to be a quick answer. <laughs> <laughs> First, because I'm, I'm even though I live in Yorkshire, uh, but I, uh, when I have a Yorkshire dad, I'm from down south, and I am just 
totally confused. I, what do you mean by tea? What oh. time? Are... <laughs> <laughs> your evening because meal. It's, depending where you are in the country, it's different. Yeah, your evening meal. What do you have for your evening meal? Evening meal, right. What it should be, because it's Burns <laughs> Night. It's, we're recording this and it's Burns Night. So it should be, and I love haggis, and it should be haggis, neeps, and tatties. However, I've got Toastmasters on tonight, and I've got a, another podcast interview, and there's not much wind. So we had our, we had our um, uh, Burns Night supper yesterday. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, I, so I've answered your question, what I'm having to t- tea tonight, by saying what I had yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it is going to, what are we having? What we tend to do is we, um, we make up, um, batches of food which we then just free uh, store and and have over so it will be a it's i think it will be a uh it's quite i'm not a vegetarian but we tend to sort of try healthy we're in lockdown so we try to be really careful about what we do eat so it's going to be a combination i think it's peppers chickpeas tomatoes herbs and spices type thing um probably that sort of thing i don't know if it's got a name or not <laughs> very good no, thank, thank you for sharing that uh, i guess one fi- one final question for you actually um would you rather have no knees or no elbows well, my knees knackered anyway uh, from playing rugby, so um, I, I'm probably close to having no knees anyhow. So I'm kind of <laughs> used to that, I would say. Uh, yeah, uh, no knees. No worries. No, no, thank you for that. And honestly, though, thank, thank you so much for chatting with me today, Andrew. It's been an absolute pleasure to understand more about you, business enjoyment, how people can um, have more business enjoyment and the steps that they need to take themselves. Um, so... Thank you for this opportunity to chat with you. It's been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to chatting with you again. Thank you very much for having me on and uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.